impossible to decode your brain to understand why it holds on to those crappy thoughts that screw with your business? In a word, yes. Anyway, today I'm talking about how to be a scientist in your business to help you decipher your brain's story codes. What are story codes? They're the things that your IBSC part of your brain, I call the itty bitty shitty committee, likes to have you believe about yourself when they're not actually true. But it leaves some story codes to help you break through. There are certain things we hang on to, stories we tell ourselves about a myriad of things. For instance, when I first started my business way back when, I held on to the notion that I couldn't have a wildly successful business no matter how hard I tried. The thought I believed, because I didn't have a business degree. I felt I couldn't own a take-me-serious business. I know, right? Boggles the brain even thinking about it today. Back then, I sold products, and the line I told myself on repeat, designing, making, and selling my art quilts was, I'm just an artist. I'm not savvy at business. Whoa! Talk about deflating one's own self-confidence bubble right from the start. Now, is this something you tell yourself as well? That you don't have the chops to do the work you're choosing to do? Or is it some other story like this that you repeat to yourself? Almost like there's something wrong with you. That deep down, you believe reaching your goal is absolutely impossible in your current iteration. Maybe the opposite might be true. Well, probably is. You hold on to the story that says changing that one thing about you will magically make things better or different. Mm, gotta let you know, this work will never be as easy as just snapping your fingers. Aladdin and his magical wishes, three wishes lamp is not gonna rescue you. And besides, it's not that you need rescuing anyway. It's that the mindset you have no longer serves the person you are today or you are becoming. How can you move through this? How can you, how can you get to the other side of these thoughts and beliefs that try to circumvent your efforts at creating a wildly successful business? I'm about to drop two ways on you right now. Number one is, bear witness to these feelings you're having. Yep, simple one in theory. But, I can attest, so much harder to put into practice. To get beyond where you are, you will have to acknowledge that these feelings exist in you. It won't help you to shy away from them or deny them room to inform you. They too have wisdom for you, believe it or not. And by the way, these feelings, now that you'll be giving them room to be felt, they're all normal. By allowing them to rise to the surface is how you'll activate your brave power so you can step outside of them so they no longer cause major mischief or hassle externally. Now, have you been inquisitive enough to find out what is it they need to tell you? And unless you go there, you won't be able to answer this question at all. Are these feelings rooted in fear or is it that your inner true knowing is trying to inform you? Hmm. As they surface, stay in the space where they're showing up so that you can do the work to decrease their toll on your mental energy. Also, is there a way to shift them so that the things don't feel so heavy for you? Here are a few more questions you can ask yourself to access this information about what's happening internally. How can the person you are today, aware and in control of your boundaries, show up in business without constantly taxing your mental capacity.
How can you lean into trust and intention? How can you be more curious about the open possibilities in front of you? How can you use this as an experiment instead of just thinking of it as drudgery or irritating? When you get these answers, continue with questions like, how can you be in alignment with these truths so you can begin to take intentional action and change the narrative you believe? What can you do now that you know what's behind them to create a more energetic space with and around you so you can take that intentional action? By the way, I've created a PDF of all of these questions you can download and take some time answering. I remember reading an email from one of my mentors. She'd started a new garden and she was calling it her year of experimenting about allowing her garden to tell her the stories it needed her to know about the growth that happens there. She thought she'd cut back all the peas, and yet they still showed up, commingling with the cucumber vines, waiting for her to pick them. Her, the peas, her peas in her garden, still had stuff she needed to know. She needed to understand why and how so she could effectively change her tactics the following year. And I akin this garden wisdom to you allowing your feelings to share its wisdom with you, rather than trying to follow some obscure rule about how things should be for you in your business. Screw all of that. It's about being your own internal, free-spirited scientist, experimenting when and as you need. Can a free-spirited scientist exist? Yeah, let's go with a yes. <laughs> Two of the things I remember implementing a few years ago was because I chose to bear witness to what I was feeling at the end of the previous year. The wisdom that came to me, that came for me in that period was, Leap when it feels good, because my habit has been to research a thing endlessly, eventually leading me to do nothing at all. And two, to slow my pace when things feel off, so I can easily institute an intentional pause. I know, I know, these two are opposite ends of the spectrum. They're ways to approach what happens, might seem incongruent, but it helped me to implement what I was doing and create a more energetic flow. Jen Carrington, a business strategist, wrote recently, business is messy and beautiful and full of highs and lows. And ultimately, it is a quiet room where we have to be brave enough to show up for ourselves, our vision for our work and our life every single step of the way. This is how I think of our work as solo entrepreneurs, being brave enough to withstand the highs and the lows while showing up and bringing our particular flavor of beingness to the mix but also to ride the waves we encounter while still creating, creating momentum of good work so that we can be more conscious of ourselves. Okay, that was number one. Here's number two. Choose to do something about what you're feeling. Eh, by the way, this is the action bit that needs to come afterwards, right? If choosing something means getting support from a friend, colleague, mentor, or coach, then by all means, reach out. Reach the heck out. A couple of years ago, I sat down for a whole two-hour-long intensive with a new coach I'd hired, completely new for me. For about three or four days after I discovered her, while listening to a podcast, no less, hint, hint, I resisted following the breadcrumbs the spirit of my business was telling me about needing more clarity to create the shifts I wanted in my business. Because remember, my pattern 
before was months of months of researching to find the perfect whatever I think I needed to look for. But this time, I trusted where she was leading me in that podcast. And just after a few days of contemplation, I reached out. I leapt. I booked a complimentary call with her. I left that call knowing that I would hire her to help me. And I knew it was a two-hour block. Okay, truth be told, I actually got on that call knowing I would hire her. And talking with her proved my instincts correct. Leaping was the thing. I was that ready for the change I wanted to implement with her help. We talk for two mind-blowing, informative hours. She's really good. Going all over every aspect of my business and where I needed to concentrate my visioning eyeballs to achieve this new goal of mine. I came away with renewed energy to fuel that sustained momentum I talked about earlier and a fire in my belly about what I could do, what I wanted to do, and what I would be doing to continue to grow so I can serve the women I choose to work with. I've only worked with her this one time because what she offered, an intensive look at where I was and what needed to come next, was exactly what I needed at that time. I reached out. Jumping and realizing that the net will appear because you have your own back keeps you strong. And trusting that you, your intuition, knows the way. Even if it's just the next few steps in front of you and getting the support you need to keep going. Because sometimes that's all you need to carry on. Now, if you are struggling with your own head gunk, like I like to call it, that continues to create a cloudy haze around you, that has you not making clearly defined decisions or not any decisions at all, if you feel you're not really showing up as yourself, your J-O-B is to find a way through this morass that's holding you back and not being hesitant or caught up in worry or negative what-if thinking to do something, to do anything about it. Reach out to those in your circle who can help. Don't be like I was before, waiting for that perfect time to come around. There is no perfect time. There is only now, this moment, with time marching on and you on the sidelines waiting for the miracle to appear. You are your own first miracle. I want you to receive that message loud and clear. You are your first miracle. To get out of your way, you got to take that first step. You need to do the leaping, just like I chose to do. So those two ways I shared to help you get to the other side of whatever it is you're encountering. The first, acknowledge the feelings being brought up and get clear on why they're showing up. And the second one, choose to do something about it to change or shift your current state of affairs, even if that includes reaching out. Remember, all of this is included as a free download. So what happens when you choose either or both of these options? I'm going to give you a clue. You're able to manage your head gunk more effectively, and it becomes less intrusive in your day-to-day. You begin to confidently show up as yourself, your your authentic self more often, not some cookie-cutter version of someone else, even if it's somebody you admire. You no longer compare yourself in any big way because you realize that what they do and how they do it matters not how you do things. And you'll definitely notice an uptick in your revenue because you're no longer standing in the way of your own success. And the most beautiful thing, though, your people will begin to find you often and want to work with you because you're so much more clear on who you are 
and are confidently presenting to the world. Sometimes you got to be a scientist, an investigator in your own business experience. And that just means understanding the nuanced way your brain works and using that info to advance you to your next level. This time, it's not about another new logical strategy to pursue. Sometimes it's about getting in your head and understanding how your brain ticks and why so you can decode the full stories it wants you to believe. Leave a comment on one thing that registered for you about what I shared. The stuff is coming up for you. Alrighty then, till next time, be brave, be bold, stay badass.